the sun is shining and all of my favorite plant friends are popping up right now. Speaking of plants, what are you growing this year? Do you know? Do you know what kind of medicine will be in your garden? Or are you still trying to figure it out? Totally okay if you're still trying to figure it out. We're all growing and learning on this journey, right? But if you want some help, I do have a family medicine garden guides. It's basically 10 essential herbs that I feel like every mom needs to know and grow in their yard. I give you some growing tips and ways that you can use it as medicine, and it's totally free. So if you want that, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes here for you to grab it and give Get your hands digging in the dirt and growing incredible medicine for you and your family. I started like dreaming of this way that I could use this natural herbal first aid kit. And I knew that there were plants that my hiking boots were walking by every day that could be included in that. Welcome to the Herbalist's Path, where we're on a mission to inspire a movement where there's an herbalist in every home, again, with your host, clinical herbalist, Melissa Mutterspaugh. Hello, everybody, journeying with me down the herbalist path. I'm so excited about today's episode because it's it's really got a lot to do with my roots as an herbalist and how I even started kind of journeying down this path and you know today as I record this episode it's June 19th 2021 the day before summer solstice the sun is shining in Oregon the river waters are flowing and I want to do nothing but get outside and play whether it's hiking camping backpacking rafting getting the canoe out or just catching tadpoles and frogs with my daughter I love to play outside in the summertime so I figured it would be a lot of fun to share with you some of my favorite herbs to know when I'm outside playing that can be really, really helpful in cases of first aid. Because let's face it, some of those activities result in cuts and scrapes and bites and bee stings and all kinds of crazy things. And the beauty is that It's like nature did this intentionally, and she left all these beautiful plants there that can help us under those circumstances. I think it's so incredibly cool. It's really where my roots began as an herbalist. So I was once a backpacking guide and wilderness therapist because I would do anything to get paid to be outside doing what I love, right? Makes sense. But while I was doing that, I found these people paying me like hundreds of dollars to walk them into these most beautiful and very sacred spaces to me. Yet they carried their backpacks and first aid kits full of all kinds of toxic, nasty junk that they were putting on their bodies. And not only was it kind of gross for their bodies, it's harming and polluting our planet and the very places that they were paying me to take them to. And it it chapped my hide, y'all. It, it made me really mad. And so I started like dreaming of this 
way that I could use this natural herbal first aid kit and I knew that there were plants that my hiking boots were walking by every day that could be included in that. So I started grabbing all of these books and exploring and playing with other people's recipes and making these little herbal first aid goods and passing them around my Mount Hood community and people were really loving them. They were like, wow, this really works. And I was like, wow, it works. <laughs> and it kind of it kind of blew my mind. And and it made me excited too. And it really made me want to know more. And, and so that's kind of where I really was like, okay, I need to figure out what is going on with these plants and how they're able to do this, what other plants are out there, and how are they affecting the human body. And so that is pretty much where my journey into becoming an herbalist began. And I started going to all the conferences and collecting even more books and getting into herb school and learning how to identify plants properly and how to harvest them sustainably and in an ethical fashion and how to best harvest them when they're at their peak of their medicinal potency and how to make great medicine with them and all kinds of really cool things. Then later I got deeper into the study of, of clinical herbalism and how to really, really use plants as medicine to help people heal. Anyways, I just figured I'd share that story with you for a little bit of context. I'm just so excited. We're even going rafting tomorrow with my family and my eight-year-old daughter, well, almost eight. She turns eight in July, and she's going rafting for her birthday party, and it just makes me feel so fortunate to be able to do that and feel very fortunate to know the plants around me and know them well enough that if there's an emergency or something bad happens when I'm out in the wild with my family, I know how to treat them with the plants that are there and how to get them out and to safe medical care if that's what is needed beyond the plants. So let's start talking about the plants. Some of my very, very favorite plants to know when I'm out camping and hiking and just playing that I think will be really, really helpful for you too. But before I do that, I really, really want to touch a bit on sustainability and ethics and the importance of having absolute 100% plant identification knowledge. So get yourself some books. Take some herb walks with your local herbalists and really take the time to get to know these plants. I am noticing today uh, there's tons of Facebook posts out there these days with like this giant basket of plant matter. And somebody will post it and be like, oh, look what I gathered, all of this XYZ herb. What do I do with it now? And that's not what we need to do, people. That is that is not saving things for future generations. That is not proper plant ID because I often see that it's completely not the plant that they thought they were harvesting and they don't even know what they're going to do with it next. So it's kind of greedy to just go out there and take, take, take without any give, give, give and without the knowledge of, of what you're taking. Like, let's have some respect for this beautiful planet and these beautiful plants who absolutely want us to use them, 
But they want us to get to know them too. So when you are out there, pay attention to where you are. Make sure you know what you are harvesting. You have 100% plant ID. Get yourself some books. If you want some lists of great books, I have some. I will link to that all come from independent bookstores as well. So you're supporting a lot of small businesses. And I'll drop that link into the show notes for you. There's a lot of great books in there. And again, hire a local herbalist to take you out on a plant walk to get to know these plants. It's not that hard. Or you can simply grow them in your own yard. Those are just a couple of quick things I want everyone to be aware of. That, and if you are out and about and you're wanting to go wild crafting and harvesting, don't take more than a quarter of a stand. If it's a stand that maybe you can return to year after year, that's wonderful. Maybe you can bring some seeds of that plant along with you to regenerate what you are taking and have some offerings, you know? Think about this for our future generations because I want my eight-year-old daughter to use these plants when she's out in the wild with her kids and grandkids as well. So it's super important, and I know I'm probably preaching to the choir, but in case the choir is not here and not aware, I feel like it's part of my love, passion, and duty to kind of drill it in there every once in a while. So now that we got that, one of my favorite plants to see out in the wild, especially in the high mountains, because it smells so much better up there than it does when I grow it in my garden or anywhere else, is yarrow or Achillea millifolium. One incredible, incredible herb, and it grows quite plentiful up in the mountains and all throughout Oregon. Like last year, I was out camping with my best friend and her son and my family, and I was going to make some dinner, and I was using their knife to cut up whatever it was. I think it was garlic. And I made a mistake, and I cut my finger open pretty well. Like, it immediately started bleeding a lot. And I knew that the day before, I had walked around the campsite, and I had noticed baby yarrow leaves coming up. And I know it by their feathery leaves, which the millifolium part means thousand leaves. So um, get to know that particular plant before you think you're harvesting it. But there was plenty around there. And all it took for me was to walk over to that plant 50 feet away or what have you. And I took a little bit of the leaf and I put it on my finger. And within less than a minute, the bleeding subsided. It was a, at that point, it felt like a pretty deep cut. But the next day, it was almost like I had not been cut at all. There was a very small amount there. So it is a wonderful wound healer. It's going to speed the process for healing. And it's a styptic, so it's going to stop bleeding as well. It can also be used for women who are having stuck menses and they actually need the blood to flow. It can be really helpful there. Um, Just a great first aid wound herb for the cuts and the scrapes and things like that. It can also really come in handy if you're out camping and let's say you get a toothache or you just have painful gums or something along those lines, you can use Yarrow there. And I'm just touching the tip of the surface as far as yarrow goes with its medicinal value and attributes because I'm really trying to keep this a short episode despite my stories and really talk specific to herbs for first aid. So 
Yeah, you can use yarrow fresh when you're out in the field. You can use those lovely leaves or the flowers. You can gather some and dry it out. You could make a poultice or a tea later on. You can make yourself an oil with the fresh plant that has just been slightly wilted, so a little bit of the moisture has left the plant. Yeah, you can do a lot with it, and it's definitely a plant I recommend you keep in your first aid kit because its ability to stop bleeding in really dire cases is incredibly powerful. If you have somebody out in the field that's got a very, very bloody mess, you would be really grateful to have this plant on hand around you. So Yarrow, one of my absolute favorites for first aid. Another one that I love so much because it's absolutely everywhere. It loves to grow in sidewalk cracks. It loves to grow at the edges of dirt roads. It loves to grow at the playground. It loves to grow around the campground. You almost can't go anywhere without seeing it. It's actually known as white man's footprint and it's plantain. I talk about this herb a lot. Today I'm talking specific about Plantago Major, though you can also use Plantago Lanceolata in these cases as well. And I like Plantago Lanceolata. They don't look alike very much at all with their leaf shapes, but the Lanceolata has this long, slender leaf that I have a great time turning into band-aids for my little girl, and she and her friends think it's so cool to use. But... I love plantain because, gosh, oh golly, I don't even know what I'd do without plantain. It's seriously one of my favorites. I've used it to draw splinters out of my friend's hand who was this rough, tough carpenter guy that couldn't get his splinter out. I've used it for bee stings. I've watched it be used after a spider bite. I've heard of it be used after snake bites where it's got this amazing ability to draw out venom and infection. And I honestly, I feel like it's one of the absolute first plants that everybody with a child or that has been a child (laughs) should know because it is that amazingly powerful and it's everywhere. It's grown like a weed. A lot of people want to kill it. They get mad at it. But if only they knew what incredible medicine it can be. It's also great for speeding the healing of your cuts and your scrapes. Really, really nice for sunburn. It can really help help a lot to cool the inflammation and heat from a sunburn. Um, If you have a tummy ache out in the woods, you could make yourself some plantain tea. It's anti-inflammatory, also specific for the gut. Uh, It's one of those things that I'm like, when in doubt, plantain, right? It is that amazing and that powerful. And it's so, so incredibly plentiful. We would be hard-pressed to eliminate plantain from the world these days. So. Hey, I wanted to take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast, who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. I love this time of year. 
It's spring, the sun is shining, and all of our beautiful plant friends are popping up. It's amazing. Unless, of course, you're one of the millions of people who suffer from seasonal allergies. You know, the itchy, watery eyes, the sneezing and wheezing that's straight miserable. Thankfully, there are some amazing herbs that can help you with all of that. Just like the herbs inside of Kick-Ass Allergy from Wish Garden Herbs, one of my absolute favorite herbal companies out there. Kick-Ass Allergy, yes, I said ask without the K at the end. Anyways, this formula has yerba santa, nettles, echinacea for that immune support, and orange peels, all which come together to help dry up those excessive mucosal secretions. Yep, I'm talking about the sniffles and the stuffy nose, the watery eyes, and all that jazz. This blend also acts as a great expectorant and can help ease the swelling and inflammation in those mucosal tissues. It is a top go-to for seasonal allergies. And get this, they combine all those beautiful herbs with glycerin, so it actually tastes pretty darn good. Or should I say it tastes kick-ass without the K at the end. Anyways, if allergy season is miserable for you and you want a natural remedy that actually works for those itchy eyes and being all sneezy and wheezy, you have got to check out Wish Garden Herbs Kick Ask Allergy. And for those of you with the little kiddos, no sweat, they've got a kick it allergy too. And you pregnant mamas? You don't have to suffer either. They've got a kick-ass allergy formula just for you. So head over to wishgardenherbs.com or check out the link in the show notes and go grab yourself some kick-ass allergy so you can enjoy spring again. I like to use it fresh. I love to chew it up and put it on the ouchie or the sting or the bite. And it's like this little poultice there. It's fantastic. You get those juices and oils flowing and it does its job with a quickness. The Plantago Major is specific for mouth and tooth infections. You can also chew it up and it will help draw out infection there as well. And when it comes to things like the doctrine of signatures, which basically states that like treats like, if you look at the leaf of Plantago Major, it kind of resembles the tongue, which may be a nice little doctrine of signatures kind of thing that it is really beneficial in helping to treat infections and issues within the mouth. You can also make an oil with it. I like to make an oil and a tincture with the fresh plant matter every year. I actually use the oil in my essential salve and my afterburn over at Mountain Mel's. The essential salve, I mean, it's used for burns, cuts, scrapes, bug bites, bee stings, all kinds of itchy skin things. The afterburn, I kind of market it towards sunburn, but it's really amazing for all of the burns. And there's some other great plant friends in both of those products as well, but plantain definitely plays a star role there. And I even use it in my digestees tea because it's such a wonderful anti-inflammatory for the digestive system. 
And it can be really powerful when used properly to help heal and repair the damaged gut wall too. So can't be nice. I know a lot of people get tummy aches and weird things happening when they're out in the backcountry because they're eating some things they're maybe not so used to. So yeah, I talk a lot about plantain and for good reason. It's truly amazing. So make sure you get to know your plantain. It's the best friend you're going to have around. I promise, I promise, I promise. My daughter's known it since she was three and she'd go to the playground with their friends and somebody would get an ouchie and she just knew right away to walk over to her plantain friend and bring it to her friend with the ouchie and the friend and the parents would look kind of look at her like what are you doing girl and I felt like the best winning parent award ever during those times So another really fantastic herb to know when you're out and about, speaking of being almost summer solstice, is when this plant absolutely shines. It's St. John's wort or Hypericum perforatum. And I love St. John's wort so much. I know a lot of people know it for depression and treating nervous system conditions, which can be absolutely great for. But again, today we are talking about why we would want to use it for first aid when we're out in the field, right? St. John's wort can be really wonderful topically to ease pain and inflammation, particularly if there's sprains or strains, some broken bones, bruises. It's also specific for helping to treat burns. It can be a really lovely wound healer to add in if maybe you've even got your plantain and your yarrow around. It's really nice for that. The oil can be used topically for those that are dealing with nerve pain. And it's an amazing antiviral for those dealing with herpes or the shingles. St. John's wort can really, really be a fantastic friend and aid during those times. And part of what I love about this plant is just how bright and sunny and beautiful she is and totally matches the season of the sun and coming out for summer solstice. And it's got these yellow little flowers, but if you gather them right before, like some of the flowers may have already popped open, but when their buds are there and you squeeze the bud, this ooey gooey deep purple red stuff comes out of this bright yellow flower bud and that's where the hypericin comes into play so it's hypericum perforatum is the last latin name of saint john's wort and that's where the good medicine comes from is from that red goodness so you take these beautiful yellow flowers and then you infuse them in oil or make a tincture with them and the oil and the tincture come out with this beautiful deep dark red color that is just amazing and that's where the good medicine comes from saint john's wort and it's really really fantastic to know when you are out in the field and she's popping like it's hot all over the place right now Another plant that I love to know out in the field that has a lot of popularity in our world today, for good reason, because she's incredibly powerful, um, Arnica. She's bright and she's sunny and she's in the Asteraceae family, so it can be hard to identify. A lot of people might say, oh, it's a yellow flower. That's got to be Arnica. 
But all yellow flowers are not Arnica. And all daisy looking yellow flowers are not Arnica. And this again is why it is really, really important for you to know your proper plant ID, bring your books along, and take a plant walk with your local herbalist. Anyways, Arnica is a really great friend to know out in the field right now because she's a great anti-inflammatory when it comes to bruises and sprains and strains or even broken bones. So she really does a great job of increasing the blood flow to these painful damaged areas. And that in turn comes around to speed the healing time and process. And if you're increasing blood flow to the bruised area, you think about a bruise, how it's just kind of blood being scattered all over under the skin. Um, Arnica does a really, really great job of bringing things back to normal. And then if you're out and about and you're going for a great hike, but you sprain an ankle and you've got Arnica around, you're in good luck. Um, she's a great, great friend to have around during those times. Of course, you can also make an oil with the fresh plant matter when you know where to harvest or if you're growing your own can be really nice as well. Another thing that Arnica can be really, really great for is in cases of trauma or shock from an injury or an accident, you can use Arnica in very low doses internally. And when I say very low doses, we're talking one to two drops of a tincture or better yet and safer yet for those out there that maybe don't have as much experience with this plant, it's a really good idea to carry the homeopathic tablets or pellets of Arnica in your first aid because if somebody does get injured, they can go into that shock state and, and the Arnica can be incredibly helpful during that time. So those are it. Those are some of my absolute four must know and identify and see and observe plants to have around when I'm getting outside for summer fun and to also make some remedies with so that I can keep them with me throughout the whole entire year. I hope that you get a chance to get yourself a good plant ID book or take an herb walk with a qualified herbalist and get to know these plants really, really well. Also, I wanted to note if you love this kind of stuff and you do want to get to know plants on a deeper level and really become confident in your plant ID and how to make medicine in the best ways and how to harvest in a sustainable and ethical fashion to ensure future generations get access to this good medicine. I want to let you know that soon we are going to be opening enrollment for our membership Wild and Crafty and we're going to go over these very exact things. We're going to talk about one plant a month. You're going to learn about its history, its medicinal uses, how to identify it in the wild, how you can grow your own which is perhaps the most wonderful way for sustainable herbalism and how to make your own great remedies among a bunch of other really cool things. So that's Wild and Crafty. It's going to be a super fun club. We're going to learn from each other and other magnificent herbalists. And I'd love for you to join me. 
If you're into that, you can head over to the herbalistpath.com forward slash wild plus sign crafty underscore waitlist. And of course, I'll have that linked in the show notes. So thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review so other people can hear it too and share it with your friends so that together we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. Thanks so much, guys. Happy summer solstice to you. This has been The Herbalist's Path. Thanks for joining us. Have we piqued your herb curiosity? Are you thirsty for more? Well, then check out the show notes of today's episode for exciting educational opportunities, workshops, and courses. If you'd like to support our mission, please subscribe, rate, and review to help others find us. Together, we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. Wishing you all a lovely day. Bye for now. take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast, who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. Medicinal mushrooms are all the rage these days, if you didn't know already. And with great reason, because they are powerful medicine that can improve your health and your life in so many different ways when they're well-made. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff on the market that isn't going to be so effective. And that's why you need to find a brand that you can actually trust. For me, that brand is Whole Sun Wellness. And this is the creation of a brilliant woman and fellow mama, Jamie Bonfiglio. She's an international mushroom educator that has been working in the medicinal mushroom industry for years. And this is when she saw firsthand how many other companies take shortcuts when it comes to their products. And Jamie wasn't having it. She set out to build her company the right way. Whole Sun Wellness is here to raise the industry standards so those crap mushrooms on the market aren't getting into your body or your family's body. Whole Sun Wellness is the first company to test and report nutritional facts for all of their extracts. They go beyond industry standards every step of the way, from sourcing to extraction and final testing. And as the owners of the largest medicinal mushroom farm in the United States, Whole Sun Wellness is taking control of their supply chain for the highest quality and absolute full transparency. They're even the first company to include pure mycelium extract in every single product. So when you're thinking of getting medicinal mushrooms for you and your family, Whole Sun Wellness is exactly the ones you want. Also, be sure to check out their new Mycolites. These are the world's first dissolvable electrolyte tablets. They're featuring functional mushroom extracts that'll give you more energy, more stamina, and recovery as well. And who couldn't use all of that? The other thing is, they are these adorable little mushroom-shaped tablets, and they come in like a little Altoids box, but way cooler than Altoids, because they're Mycolites. 
Anyways, head to wholesunwellness.com to grab yourself some mycolites and all of the other functional medicinal mushrooms that you and your family need. And of course, you can grab that link right here in the show notes now.